2: Hey, guys, Colorado's premier dispensary, Lightshade, has 10 soon-to-be-11 convenient Denver Metro and Aurora locations. If you guys go to LightShade.com, DNVR Nuggets podcast listeners, this is a special offer for you guys. You can get 25% off non-sale items when you use the code DNVR. Shop online at LightShade.com or you can pick up or visit a LightShade location near you. Use the code DNVR to get 25% off non-sale items. Lightshade has a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flour, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and much more. Check out our favorite brands like Escape Artists and Juana and go to Lightshade.com and use the code DNVR for 25% off. Or you can pick up or visit a Lightshade location near you.
1: All Ooh. right, wow, no. how did everyone have fun? Everyone uh. had fun?
3: Mary Oakmus Miss ba, Humbug, uh. welcome
1: into the Loser's Lounge. <laughs> yeah. Losers, What do you guys Wap. think?
3: I got this uh, gift for you. It's called, it's called Absolute Pain and Misery, served up by the Minnesota Timberwolves. I did not keep the receipt. Welcome uh, welcome back into the Loser's
1: Lounge, where we seem to be every other day. The Minnesota Timberwolves set a franchise record for threes on the road as they down the Denver Nuggets at home. I am joined by Eric, also
3: known as D-Line Co. What's up, guys? Uh, I feel great. I feel alive. This is uh, my natural habitat here in the Loser's Lounge, uh, where I'm a garbage person and I live a garbage life. <laughs> and the vibes are great. We'll be fine. Uh, and then next to him, Superstar
0: Dev, what's cracking? Just such a tough night when just they just didn't have it. They didn't have it. And the worst part is it wasn't even a horrible game by the Nuggets. Like, they, they did everything they could. It was just some nights you don't got it, and Minnesota had it tonight.
1: Yeah, Nuggets do score 107 points, still get blown out. Wolves knock down 23 threes. <laughs> Final score, 124-107. Dev, do you have any big takeaways from that game? <laughs> That's where we usually start
0: the show, if I have my notes there correct. Uh, Scorching hot one team was scorching hot from beyond the arc they set a franchise record (laughs) for threes on the road threes on the road 23 of 48 which is you're just not going to win games when you allow a team to shoot like that have that type of um energy and momentum throughout the entire game um and it also is just a, a a team that you have you know haven't lost to in a very long time so this was a game that I feel like Minnesota is circ- circled. This—that's a team that huh. they want to hurry up yeah. and catch, and they also feel like they're you know close to because there was you no know, not too long ago, about twelve games ago, where th- they were competing uh, against that team. So that—that's the big takeaway for me.
1: Close to them in the standings right now. Obviously, everyone's bunched together. Eric it had been a 12-game winning streak against the Minnesota Timberwolves (laughs) uh, for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. And that is over in unceremonious fashion tonight.
3: Uh, You know, they say all good things to come to an end in painful and terrible fashion. Hmm. I've just done the math here. The Timberwolves scored 69 points off threes. Nice.
1: Oh, wow. That is nice. Yeah, and the Timberwolves took it to him from the jump. They ran away you know they opened up a big lead that yep. they more or less nursed for the rest of the game in the first quarter. It did come all the way down to six as the Nuggets made a run of their own, but that almost felt like the extent of the push. It was just too deep of a hole from the jump. Um
3: just want to run through some numbers for you guys. Anthony Edwards, 10 of 14, Dude, 10 of 14 from 3. It was it was stupid. I mean, he just could not miss and he like it was to the point where he himself was laughing. Yeah, he was like what all the way is down this? the court. Uh, 32 points
1: for Carl Anthony Towns who shoots 12 of 18 from the floor and uh, and uh yep. Yeah. Just a just a lot <laughs> just a lot of threes for Minnesota. My big takeaway guys is that the Nuggets guarded them a little different than the way Dane Moore expected, the way we expected based off that conversation with Dane on yesterday's show. He talked about how most teams have cross-matched against the Wolves, and they're comfortable putting a small on Towns, sort of baiting Towns into taking it into what is eventually a double team or if there's late help as the big is comfortable coming off of Jared Vanderbilt, who as we know in Denver can't shoot quite well. The Nuggets did not do that, guys. Straight up, it, w- it was Monte on Pat Bev, uh, Barton on on D'Lo, Gordon on, on Ant, um, jeff on vanderbilt and Jokic on carl anthony Towns. so interesting that they took that path dev um and it didn't work out for them
0: yeah i think that is just really you know goes back to Jokic versus carl anthony towns Jokic is you know in a sense he's not an actual traditional center because he's such a incredible offensive player but also you know he's the big guy you don't want to have to like take him away from that or take it away from their identity you don't switch for other teams um like you know teams do in the nba malone is a guy that he's sticking to what he knows he is doing cross matches as far as aaron gorton's going to be on the best offensive player but other than that your center is who Jokic is going to go up against and also when you have two guys that are going off in the in the fashion that they are that just throws like you know a a wrench in your plans for the night yep because you could have a game plan going in and then you see you know so many threes drop in a row or just so many threes and it's like okay We have to make shifts throughout the game, but that's not what the Nuggets went into the game thinking or what their game plan was. So it is kind of difficult, like, just trying to um, change on the fly with everything going one team's way.
3: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, the the Nuggets got punched in the mouth. They had a thought of how the the game was going to go, and then it just was the rest of the game they were just scrambling, trying to catch back up, trying to claw their way back in. They got... Pretty close, and then it just—it was just an onslaught of threes. I mean, it's like sometimes the analysis of this uh, of this complicated game that we love to watch is not that complicated. Like, yeah, the Wolves just came out and made a bunch of shots, and then the Nuggets. I mean, they scored 107 points. Like most nights, that'll get it done, or at least make it uh, so that you're it at least coming down to the to the end. The, the um, outcome is at least in question, but it just wasn't in question. The Wolves just could not miss shots tonight what was your perspective
1: obviously a ton of shot luck for the Wolves, but it's not just luck they got open looks uh what was your perspective dev on denver's defense their approach and 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 not just that the Wolves hit threes but how they hit their threes
0: so it, it it was not a coincidence for me that minnesota came into this game and knocked down every three because if you looked at that first half the defensive um Matchups, or just really the the idea of what they went into this game was let sh- guys shoot the like the the shots, pack the the paint, and you know try to slow down um Carl Anthony Towns, and then also Aaron Aaron Gordon was going to be on uh, Michael Jordan's son. So when you when you have when you have that idea, it's like okay, only one guy could beat you, and and also just give Anthony Edwards you know tough looks, but they started making shots and it started with everybody you know no even patrick beverly is making it shots. started
3: with pat bev draining three so
0: then so then when it just kept going i was like okay they're not going to shift it because as everyone thought going into that the second half there's no way they could shoot like that again so they didn't make any adjustments and they continued to punish them so i feel like it was by design i feel like the the nuggets and and also i don't want to give you know, like take away any credit yeah from I mean, credit to the minnesota True. they played really the an game. excellent game yeah they did shot the hell out of the ball tonight but also it was it was by design for the nuggets to give you open shots and if you hit them you hit them and they hit them yeah they hit them
1: my god they sure did. They, they sure did. They've hit
0: them better than they've
3: ever hit hit them in the existence of their team.
1: The only reason I don't want to just dismiss it all as shot luck, because first of all, it's not all shot luck, but also because the defense is trending down. And it's been a minute now. Um, there was, look, there's the initial wave of injuries. Then there's the COVID absences. And now PJ Dozier's out. They go on that road trip. They're weak on the perimeter right now. And, and, and it wasn't just the perimeter guys tonight, that's worth pointing out, but Denver's guards are either, depending on who it is, either are not playing hard enough, or they're playing hard but they're just too small, a lot of is being asked of Jokic, a lot of is being asked of AG, who looked a little slow to me tonight, we'll talk about that, but uh, I do want to ask you guys quickly, what is your concern level here for this defense that initially looked like it had a higher ceiling than some of those high effort regular season D teams of the past, but now with everyone in flux and the and the injuries that have followed, it's in free fall here, Dev.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that everyone's hurt. Everyone I on the Nuggets a- is hurt. So now you're trying to save yourself. You're also trying to not, you know, overdo it. Like, Jokic was bought in, you know, early on in the season because he had help. There was, like, you know, other, other players that could step in and step up on some nights and also – it was the beginning of the season. Now with the duration of the season and how much is expected on Aaron Gordon to defend every single night at a high level, Jokic to do it on both ends of the floor, you know, Monte to have to do it while you know not having backup point guards and things like that. I feel like the the wear and tear of the season has just kind of picked up in you know, taking its toll on the Nuggets, where the emphasis isn't on only defense as it was early on, especially with them now kind of picking up the pace and things like that. Yeah. But it's hard when you just have to miss and mix and match a lot of different players at different times. And I feel like they've done a great job of that. They're still at 500, um, and they're missing so much of their team. So I think a lot of it has to do with fatigue.
3: Yeah, it's funny because it's a lot of it is like. We're, this is just what it feels like when you're in purgatory. Like last game, everything was going well. Everything was clicking. Like it's just literally every other game. Right. Like it's literally every other game. They look good. They look bad. They look good. They look bad. And it comes down to, you know, like are their, you know, their limited pieces. Like are, is everyone in lockstep that particular night? And they are, they are, or they're not. Right. You know, and it's just like, it's frustrating because, you know, you have a tendency when you're in the middle, mired down in the middle of a season like this, every game can feel like just the biggest thing that there is. And, you know, in a, in a manner of speaking, it is like tonight feels really bad. Like watching the Denver Nuggets just get absolutely smacked like that just feels really bad. Um, but it's tough because it's just like a forest for the tree situation. Like, this game to me was just such an anomaly in so many ways. Like, I've just never seen a team shoot the ball like that. Like, it, it wasn't like the Wolves had um, just wide – like, their shots weren't just wide open. Like, Anthony Edwards was, like, doing – He was like, in a, he was he just was, in like, a rhythm. Go, jumping forward, jumping back, like – just shooting like there were a lot i mean there were threes that were open but like not any more than i i normally see on an, any given night for the nba like i mean some some of them were some of those were some of them, threes, but, like, but you're right i mean like this extent like, is, like, like what are we talking you know what i mean and then it, once the wheels fall off it's like the wheels are off then what the Nuggets are just shooting what threes I am, themselves
1: what i the only thing i am talking about like just trying to dig into what is maybe a real sort of concern but I, is, my, is the point of attack defense and and but
3: but I mean, like for me, like point of attack defense means that we're getting people are getting to the rim every time. And like they are they're punishing us in the paint because they're driving. I didn't. I mean, did you feel like that? That was the start there the were
1: game? some drives and kickouts, but I know what you mean, man. There were some tough shots falling. Um, it was it was a great shooting night for the Wolves. And to Dev's point to Dev's point as well. I mean, it's team defense, it's a team concept, and I think we forget that, and once you start busting out lineups that don't play together, things are going to look weird when they're in flux, and when guys are overextended on the other <laughs> end, especially when you Cut. take when you take that show in those circumstances on the road for a long road trip, so I'm not surprised that the D plummeted over this stretch, however, however, it is like... Well, where are the reinforcements? You know what I mean. Yeah. What's going to change? Are they going to just be tired, overextended influx all year, and is that defense going to sort of get its head back above water?
3: See, I like the fact that Barton came back tonight. Barton is your one of your better perimeter defenders. When but like, he just wasn't himself. You know, like he just came back from illness tonight. We like we said the pregame show. I mean, you should bet his under. Like, you know, it takes a little bit to come back. Um, all the players have to sort of play in lockstep and. It just got. It's like a defense gets scrambled. Like their team got scrambled. They just yep. didn't know what they were doing. They just were running around trying to just make up uh, for, you know, the ability. It's just like I don't know. It, it was just a tough game through and through.
1: I think the defense is a concern for me, but I do think it's in everything is in compounding territory yes, right now, where course. everything's making everything else look worse. Of course, just the concern is what's you know. Ha- what what is the reason to believe things will change? Because P.J. Dozier not coming back, Michael Porter Jr. not coming back, um, but hey, let's run through. Let's run. Let's talk about tonight a little more and spe- specifically, guys. Uh, Dev Aaron Gordon tonight only six shots, twenty-seven minutes played, minus twenty-eight eight points, four Jeez. rebounds. He was guarding Anthony Edwards for eight, that was his, at least his primary assignment throughout the game. He didn't fare any better than anyone else. Edwards went off.
0: Yeah, and you want to talk about a bit of regression? I feel like Aaron Gordon has has not been the lockdown defender, um, and really, I don't want to blame it on him because it's it's a lot to ask a guy to every night defend the best player on the opposing team. No other player in the league is doing that. They just aren't. Even if they're a really good defender, they're going to have some nights that they take off. There are going to be plays that they take off, and and it's just, I mean, that's expected. So it is becoming uh, a, a bit difficult. Also, I feel like he's in this part of the season where he's been so good offensively, but I mean that they're asking for him to also be the second option a lot of the time. So the third option <laughs> and, and things like that. We see the click <coughs> with him and, and Jokic, but also he's not that type of player where it's just like, go get a basket, go get a bucket. Um, so like you you are going to have those nights that he's not doing that. And also I feel like, with aaron gordon a lot of the times when he scores it's because he's way bigger than the opposing like the the opposing Wolves are pretty big aren't they you you know like yeah big and strong but jared vanderbilt is matching that he's matching he's he's just as as big as he is he's just as physical and aggressive and strong and that's just like a tough matchup for him so right now i just feel like he's in and i wouldn't even call it the dark days but just like those moments of He needs some rest. He needs to get himself, you know, going in in different ways. And also fatigue just plays its way. And especially when a guy is making shots, even when you are playing it tough. So this was just not a big Aaron Gordon night. And also Anthony Edwards had his way. So
1: Eric... Ag obviously active tonight, but last game questionable with back low back pain. Yeah, Malone called him a warrior for fighting through it. Do you think that may be factored into it's a possible?
3: Although we made it, motor, motor? we made a graphic about him like two days ago. Malone was saying that he it's is cementing warrior. himself as one of the best defensive players in the league. Like, I mean, I I, I don't know. It, it this is like one of these games that just everything looks so bad that it's easy to just make uh, take small things and then make them seem like they are larger trends um i definitely i mean absolutely like if you're if your body's not feeling right and you have to go up against a big guy like jared vanderbilt like absolutely like that could take a toll i he didn't look like particularly like hobbled to me he just looked like we got into a place where we're shooting threes and he's not a guy you're looking to 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 shoot threes all the time like he he wasn't he didn't have the inside presence that you like to see from uh aaron gordon when he's like really going um for a variety of reasons, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he could be slowing down a little bit, but I, I, I don't know, man. I
0: mean, how, how many times did you see Aaron Gordon go in and seal his guy off and try to go get a basket? Right, which is yeah, become a sort all. of patented right. move. That's, yeah. that's been what the Nuggets have done. There's a reason that they didn't do it, you know, tonight. Like, there has to be a reason, and it's just because... Minnesota matches that type of you know game, and they kind of want that type of game where you have to do those type of things. Yeah had one early on, but Jokic hit him with like an, a, a, a great pass. But after that, they kind of just pushed him out and just made sure that they were going to limit that and give you different looks. So really, I think Minnesota did a, a great job. Of just defending, also, like, when your shots are falling and everything's yep. going offensively, it's it's easy ass, to man. just ride it. Yeah, like, that was that was an ass beating. They just kicked,
1: I think, they yeah. Just beat the hell out of the match. And night, I just man. think Gordon looked tired tonight, 40 yeah. minutes on that back last night. Um, so, not surprised to see it. Um, but, yeah, I, he did – he just – he didn't seem like he was – particularly interested in putting his stamp on this game on either end. Yeah, it
3: might be a thing where, you know, it just felt like so out of hand and that's when you start to be like, okay my back does kind of hurt, like, you know like, this this one's maybe not going the way, like, you don't just psychologically, you're like, well F it, we live to fight another day. Although maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should be dead. (laughs) Maybe this should be our last fight. (laughs) We'll go
1: through the rest of the roster. You know, we'll talk more about, I see some questions about bones and all that. Uh plenty to talk about. None of it seems that fun.
3: <laughs> I know. Can we what do you guys want? Can we talk about like uh you've seen anything on TV lately? Or? Well, I could talk to you about Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, that's Kai City Copper Finally. Lager. That Denver nuggets can.
1: Sleek blue design. It's got the Nuggets logo right on there, so you know what you're looking for, know what you're looking at. Uh real easy to drink. Oh yeah, it is. It, Especially tonight. It it picks the vibes up when the vibes are good. <laughs> and
3: uh it it I don't don't say the the second part (laughs) once the pain (laughs) anyway the mile high (laughs) city
1: copper lager it's a Breckenridge Brewery beer uh that's the official beer of DNVR if you don't know how to get Breckenridge Brewery in your life I suggest coming here we got a lot of it on tap you can also get it at your local grocery store like King Cooper's uh King Supers, or Costco you can order delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able to do so, call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. For pickup, use code DNBR when you do uh. to save $5. Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. It's damn good beer. Go get some in your life. And uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, are you? Good are you back. on the? I know, dude. This got <laughs> me. Peaches, baby. This doesn't feel like a peaches thing. <laughs> are you on the fence about buying a new mattress? You know you need one, but you're not sure which one. You know it needs to come soon, but it's a lot of money. You're stressed about rushing that decision. Maybe you and your partner have different ideas about what the perfect mattress is. Oh, buddy. You got to know about the Snooze Flip, the only 4-in-1 mattress on the market, uh, and they're going to deliver it straight to your door. One side's soft, one side's firm, one side's warm, one side's cool. You can flip it, zip it, pass it, bop it, twist it. Whatever (laughs) works for you. Snooze Flip has you covered. The true 4-in-1 mattress. And they're hooking you up use code dnvr to receive 250 off a mattress those savings go up to 500 on a queen mattress a thousand dollars on a dual split king these are crazy savings crazy head to snooze and grab your snooze flip mattress today at to snooze and get your snooze flip mattress delivered straight to your door happy sleeping and recovering let's go jeff green 30 minutes three of eight from the floor four of eight from the line he has been getting to the line a little bit yeah um but, you know, it's a Jeff Green night. Ten points, <laughs> two rebounds, one assist, and they lost. Dev, anything stand out to you
0: one way or another? No. Um, I think, and, and you know, you guys have been actually saying it more, and I really have started to get around to that idea. The good thing about Jeff Green is really he doesn't stand out in a positive or negative way. He's just there. You know, like he he doesn't force the issue on things he doesn't overshoot he doesn't put himself in spots where he's getting any of the attention um i mean you expect you not even expect you want more from a starter um but also you have to realize how they got jeff green and what he really does mean to the team so for him to be in the starting lineup you know alongside Jokic, and not be a guy that you you have to like just key in on or or make an excuse for as him losing the game um I think that goes a long way. So I feel like even killed every single time, you're going to get the same thing from him. No,
3: you do want him to step up though, man. Like when things are bad like this, like, and you're just kind of looking to anybody to sort of uh, help right the ship and uh, maybe help us launch our own counterattack to actually just getting bloodied. Um, you know, Jeff Green is just not that guy. He's sort of like, will give you what you need when things are going well. And when things aren't going well, he's like, Hey, man. You know, it's
1: like, yeah, I just don't know if Jeff Green's going to be like your step-up guy any more than the way he's already stepped up. He's not going to be. In, going to be. It's,
3: a, it's a bit of a bummer. Um, he's like more of a good-time friend than a uh, bad-time <laughs> friend. Uh, but, you know, maybe so, sometimes things are good. He did step up running. and
1: take that charge and then almost got that second call. Close to a little push. Uh, the Nuggets did actually get deceivingly close to closing a gap. There was one last corner know, they couldn't man. turn there, but... Wheels fell off in the end. We don't have to spend a lot of time on Jeff Green. Uh, Nikola Jokic, good night oh. on the offensive end. Twenty-seven points, eleven. Assists, oh, look at this. Uh, Ten rebounds. Is he our DraftKings King of the Game? He's presented by DraftKings
3: Sportsbook, the America's top-rated sportsbook. That's right. He's been awarded King of the Game by us, the that's disappointed a, uh, people that watch the game. <laughs> and so that's another triple double. Another triple double
1: for Jokic. He passes James Harden now for sole possession of seventh all time. On the triple double list next up is uh wilt chamberlain <laughs> so that's fun yeah that's fun so good not good offensive night for Jokic, dev but obviously he was matched up with towns who had a pretty good night himself what'd you think
0: 27 11 and 10 and i feel like he sleepwalked like i really do um also i feel like minnesota had this idea of trying to stop him and he he broke that really early so um like i mean the passes were, were, were really early and he just got into a groove and I really think that he's, like, figured out, you know, a lot of different ways, and that's what makes him so difficult to guard because tonight is – I really don't feel like this was a a B-plus type of night for him. I think it was, like, you know, a regular B type of night for him. Um, And he he had a triple-double. Yep. Like, and he didn't play the last stint that
3: he normally would.
0: Yeah, he, he he really, and he also wasn't even locked in anymore because they didn't need him to was, yeah, was, do everything for them. So for basically, he got that in three quarters. Not even basically, he actually got that in three quarters. Um, and and that's a sleepwalk type of game. Also, Carl Anthony Towns hit some very tough shots today. Like great, he man. really did. Not, like knocked down the mid range. Stepped out to the three point line. He was very aggressive. Um, so I, you can't put it on Jokic for those type of nights. But I, I really do love the fact that he's seeing so many different looks right now with him being the emphasis for the opposing team that now, like, he's going to he's gonna know what to expect, like, later on in the season. He's seen everything that you could throw at him, and they're going to start getting healthier. They are going to start, you know, knocking down shots. There is going to be an answer for the second. Like, I just feel like things are going to get better, and he's just – starting to like just pick apart defenses in different ways. So I think it was a a good game from Jokic and that's the best night that you're gonna see from everyone else. Right,
1: right. What'd you think, Eric? I mean, was that a great Jokic night?
0: It was a great Jokic night in that it
3: showed, it was just like another night where he wasn't getting a lot from anybody else that he was sharing the floor with and he just kind of showed that resolve of being able to just kind of do whatever was required of him. I mean, the re- you know like he was still a negative seventeen tonight. Yeah, I mean, which is insane. Starters, but like, right. yeah, he was easily the best starter. Like Aaron Gordon was a negative twenty eight. Like it's insane. Um But yeah, Jokic he was he was workmanlike. He just did exactly you know like he. He was a little sloppy at times, if we're, if we're going to really pick. Some of his turnovers were, I mean, it was only four total, but there, were, a there couple, were some weird ones. There were a couple, like, really weird ones. He was trying to push the pace. Like, other people weren't quite on the on the same page as him. Threw the ball away from out of bounds. Threw the ball out of bounds a couple times, trying to make passes. Um, but, I mean, like, what are you going to say, man? Jokic is just unbelievable. He can just... He just has it, he just knows what to do. He, he just is so consistent now. You know what to expect from him from every single night that he steps on the floor. Like This was just like another vintage Jokic performance.
1: I thought his defense could have been a little better, but I mean, obviously he's put in a tough spot too when when, when no one's defending, so it's not just him. Um, but he did get outscored by Towns tonight, and credit to Towns who, Dev said earlier in this, in this show that they looked like it, they had circled this game. They played like you need to play when you're trying to snap a 12 game losing streak on the road. They they were ready for this game, excited Man, they for this game, us. Uh, and all their good players stepped up. So credit to them. But I would say, I mean, I just felt it's crazy because you're looking at a hyper official tri- efficient triple double. I thought it was like a B plus A minus yoke game. It didn't feel maybe like he seized control as as much as he has of other it's games because they were never in control. But yeah. that's I mean they were just in that that hole from the beginning. So I mean it's hard to. Hard, I mean, I don't want to criticize him too much, but look, his defense could have been better, and I do think it's hard his to defense give anybody has pra- dropped a little yeah, bit.
3: It's hard to give anyone praise for tonight, but it's also hard. It's like very hard to criticize Jokic for, for tonight's performance. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's 20, 27, 10, and 11. And I just thought he could have been a little better. It's, um, he had some untimely turnovers where it yes. looked like he was really tired. Yes, The Nuggets were on a run, and maybe it was kind of a—this at This sounds so dumb. I'm going to say lazy, full-court pass. It's awesome when he makes it, and like Jokic doesn't need my help deciphering when to try this stuff. But tonight they just kind of were. I thought he yep. didn't look as as in,
0: he looked tight a little bit, a little tired. One of the biggest things that like stood out for me, and it goes back to like just how different it is ha- playing with guys that you don't normally play with. That connection with him and Marcus Howard, you know, late in the game where he was supposed to like ship, right, like ship up, like way. shape up, and he didn't shape up, and it just went straight out of bounds. And that's not even on Howard. It's like a guy that has not played alongside the MVP of the league many minutes so he didn't know what to expect at that time you you when you're watching it on the sideline for so long it's a lot different than what you're seeing on the floor and like having to make such a perfect reaction and that's also why playing with Jokic is so different than anyone else in the league because you do have to play the perfect way you have to play his way and you know that's just what the team is uh conformed to and it's for a good reason so that just goes to show you that plugging in guys like you know like we always talk about how good you could look alongside Jokic and I do believe that but also you have to know how to play his style and we got to see it in those type of uh in, in that in that yeah. moment now, I feel like he was kind of trying to like
3: like force the issue a little bit when things were not going well he was like trying to get. Like, crazy passes Just to bring some life in Well, yeah, things. like, yeah, like, like yeah, trying, yeah, yeah. he was just, he was pressing, because they were just down from the beginning, and he, like, he was just making some uncharacteristic mistakes outside of being still, just, like, transcendent. And even still, it's oh, almost like
1: 11 assists to 4 turnovers, like, the total totally, turnovers wasn't that bad. It no. Just, <laughs> I, I, let's just say Jokic was not the issue tonight. He didn't. He didn't lift everyone up on his shoulders as he has in the past sometimes. Um, I mean, he did have 11 assists, whatever. You guys know what I mean. We don't know what we're talking
3: about. Will Barton
1: uh, looked like a guy who's been sick. Yep. He looked. He just looked like he was just getting his, his, lo- his heart pumping, some air in his lungs, the blood flowing, and he didn't look very good tonight. 20 minutes, 3 of 8 from the floor, 0-4 from 3, only 8 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Defensively, just wasn't there tonight. Um, Dev, Barton, thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, not a good stint. Like, really, there's not much you can say. Everyone's saying that was not a good game, like, whatsoever. And you do have to play yourself back into those type of things. Um, He had a virus that was not, you know, COVID. So, like, who knows what that did to his body. With that being said, I feel like you need to rest. Like, this is a time to rest. This is a time to try to get yourself, you know, some rest because this is a very, very long season. And they're going to need – Will Barton, they just really are. He he didn't look right for the entire game. Um, And, you know, that's just kind of what it's been, you know, as of late. And also, you don't want to put up, you know, too much minutes on his body. That is not a body that you can trust in and that, like, they haven't been seeing him healthy for the full year. So when you have times to rest, when you have times to try to get yourself, you know, right physically, just do that, especially coming off of, you know, a sickness. Take that time. So just not not a good game for him, and there's no <laughs> excuses there. Yeah,
3: man, it's always he, he, players never look good when they come back from an, an extended absence. I mean, he didn't look good. He did not. He I, I wasn't good. expecting I mean, him. to look was I. great tonight. I mean, Dev
1: walked in. And he's like, I'm taking the under. Yeah, yeah, we taking all the
3: under. This was it. Wasn't surprising at all. Like it wasn't like, man, what the hell's up with Will Barton? It's like, yeah, well, he's coming back from being sick. It's gonna take a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, it just seemed like that's what it was. And if he's horrible again next game, there, maybe there's more to talk about. Um. You know, I saw some people say he continues to not look right since the uh, the non injury that we've talked so much about. And again, I do think it's important to remember. Like, I'm, I'm not saying it's you know you know it still equates to a loss, but this effort from Barton, I think, was maybe to be expected. So, just something to monitor. He was sick, and it seemed like he was really going through it. <laughs> that said, is uh, like- his defense has really to start the season when he was fully healthy right whether this is physical health or illness or whatever uh he was playing with so much effort and he was playing at such a high level defensively and i think he's one of the guys who is a victim of that dynamic we were talking about earlier where as things are in flux guys are overextended guys are tired earlier into the season than they should be he got sick uh i'm not sure if you can rely on that sort of high level high effort defense from him all season so just something to keep an eye on but
3: it's like just like a list of bummers that we're just, li- I mean, look, we're just man, listing off bummers just like this is just uh, how there are like, other bummers you bummer thought
0: that we you could go back <laughs> we're going to give you something that's worse yeah,
3: i know like <laughs> even even like hitting Jokic, we're like oh, it's still kind of a bummer are there any uh, topics that are non bummer variety that we could go you know um the one? what about Marcus Howard? Tonight. not tonight <laughs> yeah i mean look here's the deal tonight didn't go
1: well they got their they look i mean had they won this game the Nuggets are sitting with the exact same record through 28 games as they had last season. Despite all the road games, I know. despite all the injuries, and the vibes would be tremendous, so perspective's important, but they didn't, and they got their butts kicked, so it's not going to be a super fun one when we go player through player. Uh, <laughs> Monte Morris was awesome in the first awesome half, at least first. offensively. Defensively though tonight, part of the problem with the rest of the guards, still 15 points, 5 assists, 3 of 5 from deep. Kept them in it in the first half. What would you think of
3: his night overall, Eric? Just like you said, he started off on fire. I don't think he missed a shot in the first half. And then he missed a lot of shots in the second half. Uh, It seemed like he was another member of the Nuggets who sort of changed the way he was playing to try and play, like, extreme catch-up. Like, started firing up threes, started, like, pressing a little bit, missing his uh, patented Monte mid-range. I don't know, man. Just everyone was out of sorts just uh, all all plans were, were off and nobody was playing the right way
1: dev monte is definitely coming into his own offensively with this starting group but those starters the defense hasn't been so good lately and monte that's just not his strong suit he's undersized he's just not a great defender um what do you think of his night tonight and what do you think of, of where he's at in his season overall
0: i mean i think that a lot of really I think it's the same thing of like Aaron Gordon you're putting him in a situation where he has to help because that's just what Jokic needs he needs other guys to be able to score the ball there's going to be a lot of emphasis on Jokic every single night where the opposing teams um you know whole game plan is to stop number 15 you know so Monte has stepped up like he really has stepped up offensively and getting himself going in those ends but also it goes back to the same thing where you have to recycle it there's so many changes so many shifts and and malone has to be creative with those lineups where monte morris is playing with guys that are you know he hasn't played with in a long time um you know he's having to step up and he's trying to press the issue and that's where you can see where he comes in with four turnovers that's not monte morris yeah, four turnovers is just four, not what he you know he doesn't turn the ball over so that's a, a guy that's like out of his comfort zone that is just trying to make things happen yep. so you can't you can't be on them or you can't press because he did have it going early he, he did t- he keep them in it and did. that this is a game that they got blown out in what if he doesn't go on those type of runs early on or, or try to keep them in the game this would have got uglier very fast and they wouldn't have had chances that they could come into it so one off game for monte but He's on the up-and-up, and this was a game that he started so well. And then at that point, when you're down by so much, you try to just do anything at that point.
1: Yeah, I do think the defense thing is is less circumstantial and more just the way that it is for Monte. Um, and it's tough because it's Monte, Faku, uh, you know, just undersized guys. But let's talk about Faku a little. Two of eight tonight, two of seven from deep. Uh, eight assists. The assists are still coming in. Yeah. But cooling off a little from deep and just tonight couldn't couldn't you know the bench was okay the bench was fine yeah, but the bench, i didn't think actually great. In plus territory yeah. all of them and, and fokker was slinging it um
3: what do you think of fokker's night eric overall um it, it's fine the bench was fine benched you know benched enough to to win on a normal uh night and a night where they weren't handed like an unbelievably large deficit to try and overcome um they were pressing also they started shooting more threes than they would typically see like or the you know and um, it you know I don't know man I don't I, I, so little of the, like so much of this is like well this guy didn't play that great that guy didn't play that great this guy didn't play that great and nobody played great but um, the bench was pretty good but at the same point in time like they played fine you know like the bench played everybody on the bench for the most part played well enough to on a normal night to, to at least like hold down the starters But the, the starters unfortunately got absolutely bludgeoned
0: yeah i think that that's a a positive thing really um for because against anyone else or even in a different circumstance where minnesota just doesn't blitz you the way that they do this is a a win for the nuggets rewarding the bench tonight if you could get the bench to have these type of games where you know they're in the positive they're not getting blown out uh they they give their starters like some rest and, and things like that then that's what you have to go with. In this game, Faku is also just trying to press the issue. Totally. And he's a guy that wants to try to, you know, change the momentum. I'm, I'm glad he kept shooting. Like, this is the game that you can try to get some shots up. This is the game where you have the ball in your hands, especially um, with Bones Island, you know, not playing in this game. So he had the opportunity. And I feel like even though the shot wasn't falling, falling he made the best of it. He had eight assists in the game. He got the three rebounds. Both of my locks, by the way. Oh nice. um, But he, he also just, he's trying to press the issue in so many ways where it's like, hey, you guys don't have it. I'm going to try. You know, I'm going to do what I have to do to try to um, get you guys going. And I feel like Faku, he gets guys going. I like the way
1: Faku plays with the bench without Jamichael.
0: And I don't want to pile on the guy who's hurt right
1: now. We've talked about it at length, but it was another game and to be specific other than just Jamichael's not good. Uh, They just, right now, they just spam that action. It's just Faku, Jamaica, pick and pop, pick and roll, the latter, if it ever happens, um, and the former just painfully ineffective. And they just spam that for whatever reason. And things seem to be a little more free flowing and egalitarian, or or just just more of a unit trying to make something happen. Uh, And eight assists is is another good number. So I like the way Faku's been playing lately. I know the three point shot's coming back to earth. But Eric, you asked, is anything less, you know, is anything not a bummer? Yeah, the bench. We can talk about the bench tonight. And and Zeke Naji Dev, five of eight, uh, grabs nine rebounds, playing power forward this time, not just planted on the perimeter. Thirteen points, nine rebounds, one rebound a shy of a
0: double double. What would you think of his night? That dunk that he had yeah. in the game. <laughs> I, yeah, that I, was his best play to me for as know, a me. Nugget because it was different than I like than anything else we've seen from Zeke Naji right now. Like aggressive. Um, strong. strong yeah like and he's the type of player that that's the type of plays that he can make where he you know his his three-point shot has been falling. other teams like know that that's what his bread and butter is so for him to like get a pump fake go to the rim and actually power up and power through with the dunk and one at that that's just so different than what he what he is and it also got him going in different ways when the shot's not falling he's he's been able to do things on the board so he he grabs boards he's active you know offensively and on the defensive end he's such a strong player you know that he can you know take like he could gamble he could defend multiple positions and things like that but that was like a a good Zeke Nagy game because he did more than just stand on the perimeter and and take tough shots so and yeah I'll tip my hat to him tonight yeah, he did. He had a couple of good rebounds,
3: and he also did hit threes. Like that came back. He's been pretty invisible the last few games after making after that big game in New York. Like we were sort of waiting for the follow up and haven't seen it. And tonight, like he was impactful. Like he, you noticed him. He hit open threes. He was strong in the paint. Like that's definitely not a uh, trait that we've assigned to his game so far in his Nuggets career. Like he, he's been like more. Um, I don't know, more finesse than yeah. than power Out on the to perimeter, this point. Right. both but, defensively I and mean, offensively. He looked, yeah, he looked good tonight. Like he he was uh trying to make a difference and he was doing it the right way. I
1: think part of it was that he was playing as a big tonight. He was a power forward. He yeah. wasn't just stuck on an island from 3 and sort of ignored. That put him in rebounding position. Um I don't I think I think Zeke is a big one way or another. He's a yeah. 4 or 5 and admittedly maybe undersized for 5 at the NBA level but I'm sort of done with sort of seeing him used as a wing. I know that's mostly done by default and for lack of other options, but I like the way Zeke played tonight. Really good to see him grab th- uh, nine rebounds, three offensive rebounds. Also that dunk, that massive poster dunk. Really one of the only energy plays Dude. of the night for the Nuggets. <laughs> it
3: was awesome. That was like the great, uh, the greatest little moment there
0: in the, uh, the worst game I've ever seen. He <laughs> even got a little flex off. All yeah. right, all right. <laughs> Tried to give – I'm really – People did try to bring the Nuggets' life in this game. The second unit really did everything they could to try to... There were a lot of moments. The bench did bring
3: it, like, with the other ultra-bummer moment of the night uh, being... I don't know if we're... Are we getting to to Marcus? Marcus? Oh, poor Marcus.
1: Let's do it. Marcus Howard. God damn it. There was a Marcus Howard flurry in the first half, another one. Um, Now, I think eventually it got to the point where... They were relying a little too much on Marcus. There was a a Logo 3, which is maybe a (laughs) bit much. Uh, After starting out hot, he finishes 4 of of 13 from the floor, 4 of 9 from 3 with 14 points. But more importantly, guys, he goes down after a player lands on his his left knee, right? Yes. And he uh, walks off the floor under on the, with on help. the side of his left knee. Um yeah, and so he he's helped off the floor and he does not apply any pressure to that left leg off the floor. So far the Nuggets are only calling it a knee injury, no kidding. Uh we'll have to see what kind of knee injury it is, the extent of the damage and how long he'll be out. He'll be out. We will hear from Harrison Wind here in a second with an update from Ball Arena. But yeah, Marcus Howard Oh. He, got his, he got he got 15 minutes in the spotlight
3: and great. a real unceremonious unfair ending, huh? Man, he, <laughs> he looked great. He, it's been a, is this the third game in a row where we had like real impactful second, I would say, just the second. Uh, but it's like all right, like. You know, we've heard tale of this guy, this uh, this legendary scorer from the NCAA, that could just knock down threes with the greatest of ease. Had didn't have any other real skills to offer, but man, he could he shoot those threes. And he just has not hit them when he's been playing with the Denver Nuggets. But like, he's been hitting them lately. Like he's like, he's been looking incredible. Like, and he finally was starting to look like he was feeling comfortable, get his rhythm, and of course, like. He gets injured in a way that does not look good.
0: What'd you think, Dev? <sighs> With Marcus, like uh even in this game, like when you see the highs, they're really good highs. Yeah, like, he's going the knockdown shots, he's going to, you know, have Getting so steals. much space um and, and gravity out there that gives other guys the opportunity to run the lane. And um he, he keeps guys, you know, so far away from the the, the, the rim because he can shoot it from everywhere. But there goes the problem is he feels like he can shoot it from everywhere. So like after that out, flurry yeah. came, then it was a lot of bad plays in a yep, row. Yep. Um, and, and also where you see um, his weaknesses, he's not good in front of that three-point line. Like he just he cannot finish near the rim or anywhere that's inside his of the three-point line, good, which right. makes it really tough. He got shots blocked out of bounds. He's turning the ball over because like he's second-guessing himself. Um, just the, the, the confidence and swag that he has from beyond the arc, just not the same inside and he's a small guard. So he's going to have to be able to score in different ways. And that's something that Monte learned like early on, you're not going to be able to just shoot the ball. You're going to have to do it in different ways. So, it, you know, it, it was, a, a, a positives in the game early on, but then you got to see like what's been keeping him off the floor and then he knocks down another three. So you're Yo. like, you're happy. And then that happens to him. Oh my god! And with you know the team already having so many different oh injuries, god. and him finally getting the opportunity and making the best of it because shooters shoot, and shooters are gonna always be in the league and find a way to to be on a team. And and then that happens to him. We don't know anything yet, and hopefully, like it's not as bad as it looked. But it looked pretty bad, it like for bad, man. for him to be able to put no pressure it on it, go good. straight, you know to the the back and also like the type of pain he, he rolled around for a long time and then got up and couldn't put any oh, pressure bad. that's not a, a a good you know look for him and also it puts the nuggets also in another bad spot they've already had the injury bug so there's the injury bug and then whatever they're going through <laughs> so brutal oh my
3: god this season is so brutal i do have good news though it's here we've got a new partner
1: Oh! <laughs> We're Finally. teaming up with lightshade dispensary. Let's go! The and, real cure uh, to this I don't to want to bury hills. the lead. I'm just gonna let me just the code is for twenty-five percent off your entire order every time. So when you go to a light shade dispensary, there's ten locations in Colorado, soon to be eleven, between the Denver metro area and Aurora locations. Uh just say DNVR, they're gonna give you a quarter off that order. That's an awesome deal. Please take advantage of that one. Uh, And we also want to talk to you specifically about the products coming from Escape Artists, which is the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado. They prioritize quality and consistency. They've got topical stuff with ratios available in one-to-one or higher ratio CBD, 20-to-one. They got you covered across the whole spectrum. They use the best materials and ingredients to deliver the premium experience. They have 800-800 to 800 creams, the highest potency what? creams available. <laughs> I would hope so. 800-800? Um,
3: Shouldn't that just be one-to-one? Yeah,
1: but it, but like a lot more.
3: But no, you're right, though. That's how ratios work right
1: (laughs) Hey man I'm I'm reading the copy Founded and formulated by food and pharmaceutical scientists That believe in a brand that should truly exemplify Colorado lifestyle Escape artist we want you to try it Where can you find it with Lightshade Colorado's premier dispensary Use code DNVR for 25%
3: Dude I would not mind escaping right now (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just put a little eight hundred to eight hundred on my forehead or whatever, and then just float away. <laughs> will not be thinking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. it <laughs> sounds like pretty dope. Twenty five percent off, you say? Huh? That's right. Can I tell you that uh, a Light Shade is the closest business to my home? Oh, really? Yes. I tell people this all the time. If somebody put a gun to my head, which they may, yeah, and they told me that I had five minutes to go spend money anywhere. Go to Light Chain? I'd go right to Light It's the closest place to, to my home that accepts money. And you'd use code DNBR to get 25% off in that scenario. I can't wait.
0: Why would someone do that in that scenario? I don't
3: know, man. I just think, like, it, you gotta be prepared for any scenario that life might throw your way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, somebody's like, you need to spend money right now. I'd be like, I've got a plan for this. (laughs) All right. Well, we
1: we can't guarantee winner's lounges every night this Nugget season, but we can guarantee every other night, though. We can guarantee you a chance to still win every night. Uh, You can get skin in the game right now with new same game parlays from DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win, the more D line yells at the bar. That's science. Let's go. Let's go. Also, for football fans, uh, right now, new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score excuse me can win $100 in free bets it's that simple DraftKings is safe secure reliable best of all deposit withdraw that cash whenever you want because it's yours and they know that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code DNVR bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score you score with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com/sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and finally oh boy. we're back uh, with another Light Shade read. There's two Light Shade <laughs> reads. Go to Light Shade, use code DNVR, and get... Here's the deal. It's Colorado. Marijuana is legal, and yeah. so all immature jokes aside, I know some of you, perhaps many of you, like oh, to partake. Boy. Make sure you get it from the, our friends at Light Shade, the premier dispensary of the state of Colorado. Again, 25% off. I'll see you there. Okay, we're back, and uh, do we have wind on the line yet? Not quite, but we do have a super chat. We do oh, have a super chat. Let's is hit. it
3: from wind? Oh, (laughs) from
1: peps. Hope Howard's okay. Chats drunk. Wolves were hot from three. It happens. No need to panic. Easy schedule is coming. Yep. Oh, we still have MVP and best human ever. Peps, take your money right back because I want to give you $5.
3: Thank you. You're right. That's the point. You know, like this, this game sucks, but we're stuck in the moment here. This game is not how every game is going to go. This is not a referendum on the Denver Nuggets as a team. This is not a summation of the season as a whole. This is a bad game, and we're stuck in purgatory. And sometimes it's going to be like this. And it turns out it's going to be like this every other game. So next game's going to be dope, dude.
1: Maybe not. Maybe not. Pep's right. There is an easier stretch of schedule coming. I'm supposed to start. This was supposed to be one of those games. But look, sometimes (laughs) you catch a a team that just can't miss, and that's what happens. Turns out out there's no easy games. And that's not to say that the Nuggets don't have stuff to clean up. But, I mean, look, we've got... There have been some short memories on display here. We've seen good and bad all season long. All season long. One more player to to talk about. Vlatko Chanchar oh, did man. get to play tonight. Man. And he logged about just under 19 minutes. He scores two points, 0-3 from the floor. Seven rebounds, though. One assist. Yeah, Dev, uh Dev, start with you. Do you have any Vlatko takes?
0: The seven rebounds, like, it does stand out because, like, he's going to go in there and he's going to do his job no matter what. Um, if you're expecting Vlacco, you know, a guy that is like so far down on the bench to like be able to impact your team in those type of ways, you're just asking too much from him. You're setting yourself up for failure. Like, he we'll played extremely hard. You know, there's going to be stints that it's not going to look super good, but also there's going to be positives. And one of those positives is that block on Anthony Edwards. Like, that's a guy not giving up. That's a guy that, even though he came off of the bench so late in, he's not going to pout. He's going to do whatever his job is. And they were down big, and he still tried to go and get a block. You know, still tried to get the energy. It was awesome. And then also go and grab boards. Like, Vlako is a professional, and those type of moments, like, they, they stand out. And it also sends a message to the team like, hey, this is a guy that didn't play, you know, for the entire night. This is a guy that, you know, has a lot of. Dean like peace coaches decisions and things like that but he's still going to go out here he's going to rebound exceptionally well he's also not going to give up on plays everyone else can take those type of moments you know even if it's not an excellent game and Vlaco does that for you
1: it's also why I'm surprised that we don't see more like when there's 50 50 on who he'll go to next I am always surprised that it's not Vlaco, not because of precedent but because that just seems to be a Malone Vlatko yeah. shows up with his work hat on, his hard hat yeah. on, and he goes to work every day. And you could be a blowout; he's still going to chase that that block down.
3: My thing with Vlatko tonight is that he, yes, he was giving the effort. Yes, he had the chase down block. He missed a lot of really easy shots. Um, and the problem with Vlatko is that he went to the Olympics. And he showed us how good he can actually be. And Vlatko is somebody I'm looking at all the time to like rise up and take that spot away from j mike and i know that he has the talent too and like when he comes out in a, a game like tonight when he gets the opportunity like i want him to jump up and seize it like i was bummed out with vlatko's performance tonight i know we got the rebounds i know he had that block but like there, he missed like bunnies he missed like a bunch of shots where i'm like bro come on like show us like this is your opportunity j mike is gone like make like remove all doubt so like Wally pip this guy, dude. Right. Like, Flatgo is a guy that we like consistently cheer for, and I, I I just always want him to be the guy that we all think he can be, and he just, you know, when he doesn't when he doesn't really rise up, and he just is a hustle guy. It's like okay, you know, like we can get a million hustle guys. Like we can get we can get another Davon Reed. Like you know, it's like right. Like come on Flacco, like give us something here, man.
1: Yeah, I mean to 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 be fair, it's really hard in limited opportunities, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I always thought the logic was that for however any how, however well guys are or are not playing, on paper, Jermichael Green might be a better option to try and guard traditional bigs as an undersized 5 than Flacco. But here's the deal, that just isn't working. So maybe Zeke at 5 and Flacco at 4 um but Whatever, yeah, all the I same, just, all the same. I've been sur- I've, I've been a little surprised he didn't get. He hasn't. Had me more too. Like I want, I want
3: more. him. Like he's been on this team for a long time now. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's always just the guy that we're like, all right. Well, are we keeping him because he's uh, Jokic's homie? You know, like we think he's pretty good. But then again, in the Olympics, he was
1: awesome. Hey, he knew his role though, when he was playing every day. And I mean, he's not getting a lot of
3: opportunity. In that's right. So he got an opportunity tonight. You know, like, so take advantage, my guy.
1: Yeah, all right, fair enough. Well, we're going to hear from Harrison Wynn in a second here, guys. But first, it's time to go around
2: oh. the association. As long as we go
3: away from this game. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, this
0: is a oh, very. Oh, Wynn's here. Just oh. kidding. Yes. Right. There was buzzer beaters <laughs> everywhere. That's all you had to know. <laughs> buzzer beaters everywhere. But, uh,
3: including right now. Wynn just had a buzzer
1: beater for the association. And there he is, the man with the wind in his hair, Harrison Wind, joining us live from Ball Arena. Harrison just spoke with Michael Malone and the players. What do you got for us, Wind? What's the vibe like in Ball tonight?
2: Tough vibe here tonight. Tough, tough vibe. Um, Denver had, you know, a chance to beat a below 500 opponent before heading out on this three-game road trip, and they couldn't tonight. And The biggest reason why was because Minnesota was absolutely on fire from three. (laughs) Absolutely on fire. Anthony Edwards, 10 of 14 from three, 38 points. Carl Towns had 32. And that was kind of the theme that Michael Malone stuck on. He had this great quote about Anthony Edwards. He said, Anthony Edwards had zero free throw attempts tonight. And that's a fact. Zero free throw attempts for Anthony Edwards and 38 points. He just danced with the ball and shot three after crazy. three. We just refused to get into him. So, he just didn't think Denver, you know, made Minnesota feel them tonight. And I kind of saw that. I felt like Minnesota kind of came out with an edge, played harder, was quicker to the ball from the jump, and also they were just ridiculously hot from three.
1: <laughs> they could not miss, man. They looked like a team that was ready to break a 12-game win streak or losing streak for sure for sure
2: yeah absolutely um Marcus Howard of course went down with it was kind of a freakish injury he like stepped on the ball and then rolled into a splits and then somebody landed on him I think but um no real update Michael Mullen did say there's hope that it's just a hyper extension Uh, there's hope that it's just that but He's going to get more testing done he really wasn't putting any weight on it uh when he was walking off the floor or or being helped off the floor so uh we'll see you know we'll probably get an update on that tomorrow or in the next couple of days um malone also said the only positive from tonight was pj dozier walked into the locker room before the game i think that's the first time he's been back around the team since he had surgery oh that's awesome Uh, malone said that brought a smile to everyone's face uh, we all love PJ. We all miss him. They definitely missed the defense
1: tonight. Yeah, they sure do. They sure do. Not a point of attack defender in sight. Uh, what's the word for Mr. Malone tonight? What kind of mood was he in?
2: Malone? Yeah. Um, he was pissed off, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a ton of silver lining. Like, he actually said that the only positive to, from tonight was PJ Dozier walking into locker room Wow. Games. That was the only positive he said from tonight. Uh, but yeah, he was pissed. Um, Denver, you know, they didn't adjust defensively. Uh, Minnesota was red hot from three. They kept getting those same shots in the second half. Uh, it's, uh, I think that's really the story.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Just take us through all of Malone's comments here when the show's yours here to close the show.
2: Um, that's all I got from Malone. He did Offer an update on Bones Highland. Okay. He was sent home tonight for a violation of team rules, Malone said.
1: Okay. I'm sure he didn't elaborate on what rules those were.
2: No, he didn't. Is that why you guys sent Adam home too? Violation of company rules? Yeah, he was just
0: bothering everyone. He was getting a little handsy. The the guys he's a lingerer. Lingerer. He He
3: was lingering. I thought the handsy part was actually in keeping with company rules (laughs) oh yeah
1: that's right that is how we do things right no he's uh he's not feeling so hot so we missed the big fella nuggets miss bones tonight but there you go there's your answer chat you know you were asking so disciplinary disciplinary thing what players did you hear from tonight
2: oh we spoke to zeke and uh joker and i asked zeke about how can he generate more three-point looks for himself because that's kind of been the theme, I think, with Zeke ever since that breakout game at Madison Square Garden. He just hasn't had a lot of attempts from three. He went 5-9 from three against the Knicks. Hasn't shot more than two threes in you know any of the five games after that before tonight. But he got up four threes tonight, went 2-4, played a pretty nice game, 13 points, nine rebounds. And he said that he, he thinks he's not getting as many open looks now, because teams know he can shoot it after that game against the Knicks, uh, they're kind of paying more attention to him. So, he's got to, you know, move without the ball more, yeah. find open spots in defense. And he said he's got to do a better job of that uh, to keep getting off more threes, like he did tonight. I mean, four threes, that's a good number for him off the bench. So, I think that that could be another positive after the PJ news. That, that could be another positive to tonight's Zeke's game.
1: Nice to see them try to get him involved, too. I feel like after that big game, he was mostly just kind of stuck on an island on the perimeter and not even really looked to. So it, is, it, is, it was a good Zeke game for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, Zeke also said he's been learning a lot from Nikola Jokic, just in terms of playing angles, how to read defenses, just the finer points of the game. Uh, he he said he's loved being around him this season and has taken in a lot of knowledge from him. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Um, and then we talked to Nicola, like I said, uh, he kind of repeated Malone's comments that, you know, the defense just wasn't up to par tonight. And he said it wasn't just Edwards. Carl Towns also had a big game. So, um, Denver didn't do a good enough job defending him either. I mean, Carl Towns, 32 points, 12 of 18 shooting. That's like a Nikola Jokic stat, yeah, right? 12 of 18 shooting. He, he was great tonight. Um, so Denver just didn't do a good enough job on anyone. Uh, Nikola said he feels you know really bad for Marcus because, look, Marcus Howard sat on the bench his whole rookie season of, until the end of it, sat on the bench to start this season, and then now is in the rotation He's finally playing. He's actually providing Denver some much needed scoring off the bench, like yeah. 21 points against the Spurs, hit three threes against the Wizards, uh, hit four more tonight. You know, he's been giving Denver some pretty decent minutes, um, had some rough spots tonight as well. But all in all, I think he's given Denver a lot more than the, the Nuggets thought they'd get from him right now. He finally gets the opportunity, and he has an injury like this. Um, Nicole, you could kind of tell he was, he was just kind of feeling for him.
1: Yeah, man, Marcus, a couple of tough tough luck moments, right, in terms of his opportunities and not getting to, to fully grasp them. It does almost feel like Malone calls his name and says, all right, go shoot. You're out here to do one thing. We need yep. you to help with one thing. But
2: Well, the guy pulled up from three on a two-on-one fast break.
1: He did do that. I wasn't a fan of that one per se, but. <laughs> You have to think only he's getting Jamal some Murray sort can of green get away light. With that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: only, only Jamal Murray can get away with that.
1: <laughs> Anything else yeah. for us, Winn?
2: That's all I got. Uh, Three game road trip. Here we come. Atlanta, <laughs> Brooklyn, Oklahoma City.
1: Should be a fun Jumping one. On Hold your breath, nice. everyone. Wynn, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you. Get home safe. Looking forward you to got. your piece tomorrow. And that's going to do it for us here in the Loser's Lounge. The good news, folks, is we got the Loser's Lounge out of the way. So that means a winner's lounge should be coming (laughs) any any second now. Any any second now, baby.
3: Love it, dude. Um, Boy, this sucked tonight, guys. Uh, The game was terrible. Uh, Your company was awful. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You didn't even hang out with me. Yeah, I know, because it was bad vibes. I'm looking forward to turning
0: the page of this entire night and forgetting it ever happened i don't know about you Uh, i'm exactly okay all right also i'm actually going to change my uh my wish because there's we had (laughs) we had we had a center here earlier that's right yeah (laughs) yeah i I just wish i i wish for that to be over quicker and i like (laughs) the whole time and i'm glad that it's done and and we're over that now it's time to reset and and get right let's go
1: hey man we'll see all it takes is one one more good game and we feel differently we know how this roller coaster is it's not our first time around <laughs> uh enjoy yourselves take care of your mentals we'll see
3: you next time and you chicken